Welcome to the OIS Podcast, where you get candid conversations with the leaders and drivers of ophthalmic innovation. And now, here's our host, Tom Salemi. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the OIS Podcast. We are one week removed from OIS at ASCRS. It was last Thursday at the Intercontinental Hotel in New Orleans, and it was great. It was our biggest one yet. More than 500 people gathered uh, to uh, talk about the interior segment of the eye and to address a lot of the uh, the pressing issues in ophthalmology, including uh, the premium channel, glaucoma. We covered the gamut, and uh, you'll be able to see it all and to read it all on ois.net. We're going to be updating uh, that website with content as it comes in. So uh, make sure you go to ois.net to check for uh, content. Also, once there, sign up for our Eye on Innovation newsletter, and that way we will send the content to you. So uh, go to ois.net. Well, let's get into the day. Bill Link led off OIS at ASCRS. He, of course, is one of our co-chairs, along with uh, Gil Kleiman and Emmett Cunningham. And Bill, uh, as he does when he leads off the OIS at ASCRS, sort of gave an overview of the sector. You can check it all out at OIS.net. But one thing I'd like to to really uh, focus in on was uh, toward the end of his presentation, Bill thought, uh, gave what I thought was a, a great list of principles uh, for innovators or people looking to innovate. Let's have a listen. Principles of innovation. These are my, this is my view. Uh, innovation is focused on uh, important, big, uh, big opportunities. We need to seek the truth along the way. We have to be candid and truth-seeking as we uh, as we progress. We have to be disciplined. We have to try things. We never know enough to take risk out without trying it. We have to be willing to fail. It has to be in our culture. We hate it, but, but we may need to uh, have a failure or a setback or two. We can't be paralyzed by our mistakes. We can't be paralyzed by our mistakes. Skilled, we have to be skilled. And a lot of times as we're building teams, we don't have the range of skill. If we're honestly innovating and if it's disruptive, we don't know enough. And so we may need to bring uh, talent in from other sectors that have skills and know-how that we may not have uh, on our team. And we have to be assertive and focused and tight, but not arrogant. Okay, arrogance fails. Professionalism always pays off. Keep your head up. When it doesn't work, admit it. Don't explain it. You say, whoops, I tried it, didn't quite work the way I wanted. I backed up and tried again. So those are the principles of innovation I like to remind myself of uh, periodically and each of us along the way. Well, Bill Link did his usual great job of leading off the conference. Uh, What followed next was uh, several discussions on clinical areas within uh, the interior segment. We looked at uh, glaucoma. We looked at uh, the premium channel. We talked about diagnostics. We had nearly three dozen companies presenting in the various uh, the various sections, including the new "What's the Future" section, uh, which is uh, was playfully called WTF at OIS, a uh, concept that uh, Gil Kleiman uh, uh, innovated, and uh, and we'll discuss later on in this podcast. We're going to fast forward to the end of the day. Uh, Jim Mazo uh, finished up the uh, conference with his. Masters of the Universe conversation. Uh, we're very happy to have 
the leaders from uh, Ophthalmology's strategic players on stage to discuss their view of innovation. And uh, one one new uh, participant or new to OIS, at least for the last couple of years, was Mike Ball, the new CEO of Alcon. Uh, and the conversation centered around the consolidation or the change that has gone on in ophthalmology. And Jim asked Mike whether that consolidation, whether those changes up top are impacting the specialty and uh, and slowing innovation. Let's hear what Mike Ball had to say. I, I don't think that consolidation is responsible for impacting the innovation either in the marketplace or with products. You know, what we talked about at ACOS was about all the opportunity I saw having been out to the market for maybe a decade, at least from a surgical standpoint, and come in and see all the opportunities in the market, much like Bill said. I mean, I look out there, I see all those glasses out there and reading glasses. My God, there's a couple of million bucks right in this room here if you come over and see me after this talk. But the, the thing is, if you look at things like refractive surgery, it was at 1.6 million procedures a year in the U.S. It's down to 600,000. If you look at advanced technology IOLs, it's only penetrated the market some 10, 12%. That should be up in the 20, 30% marker. Presbyopia, there's really not a lot been happening in terms of actual real live outcomes. There's stuff in the pipeline. So I think the market is huge. I think what you have to do if you're in a big company or even with investors is come with a good game plan. You show them potential and growth, they'll go for it. Tom Frenzy, the uh, president of AMO, the newly appointed president of AMO, uh, found himself on the master's stage as well. And uh, we also had a, a sit down with, uh, with Tom Frenzy and the other representatives from, uh, from the leaders in ophthalmology. And we'll have those interviews on OIS.net. But uh, in this conversation, again, the question was, what impact is consolidation having on innovation? And Tom brings a unique perspective having been just recently the CEO of a startup, WaveTech, and, uh, and having seen the ophthalmology world sort of from the startup view up. Now he's at AMO, and he has a perspective uh, looking down. So let's hear what Tom uh, has to say on consolidation and how it's impacting innovation in ophthalmology. You have probably, I'm looking around, you, you've been in every stage of that, small, big, medium. So has consolidation hurt the industry? You know, first of all, I, I'd almost challenge, has it really consolidated? I think there's been change of ownership, but you look across uh, this, this dais and it's all the same companies that are still here. So I, I, I guess I challenge whether it's really consolidated, but, but beyond that, no, I don't think, uh, certainly for AMO, uh, innovation hasn't been stifled, uh, whether, um, you know, it was part of Allergan, whether it was standalone or whether it was part of now Abbott. Uh, we're proud of our pipeline. It's probably uh, the richest it's been in its history. Uh, and we are looking forward to a steady cadence of innovation coming out. And I think um, over the all three of our businesses, Cataract, Refractive, and uh, Consumer Eye Health, because I think that's a wonderful opportunity in terms of promoting overall ocular health. Um, so I think innovation, this meeting proves it every six months when we gather uh, it's alive and well, and it's certainly alive and well in our organization. And I think um, for my own bias, uh, I'm agnostic about where it comes from. Um, certainly, um, I, I've been part of the startup world, thanks to Bill, 
and and we've had tremendous success. And I think big companies struggle sometimes uh, with with uh, being able to be nimble enough to meet the needs of the marketplace. Uh, but I think there's a there's a healthy balance that you have to uh, strike, and and we do have a good uh, internal program. Uh, but certainly, uh, we're agnostic about um, uh, if there's good technology on the outside, it can, as I said before, fit strategically and make a difference in terms of outcomes. Uh, we have to avail ourselves of that. Okay, we're going to take a quick break from this look back at OIS at ASCRS uh, to just remind you to go to OIS.net, not only to uh, to check out this great content, but also to sign up for the Ion Innovation Newsletter and to check out uh, information for OIS at ASRS. Uh, we're putting together the agenda as we speak. It's going to be August 8th in San Francisco. So uh, go to OIS.net. Now, uh, I had the pleasure of sitting down with the co-chairs of OIS, uh, Gil Kleiman, Bill Link, and Emmett Cunningham, to talk about the day. What were the high points, uh, what they liked, and what their plans were for the future. So we're going to just run the interview from start to finish. It's also available on video form. We have that up on OIS.net. But I uh, wanted to get it out to our podcast listeners as well. It was a, a fun conversation and uh, something I hope we can repeat at future OISs. Let's have a listen. All right, this is Tom Salemi at OIS TV with our debut uh, sit down with the co-chairs. We'll come up with a better name than that, but this is our opportunity to review our latest OIS at ASCRS, and it's uh, the 13th OIS overall, and I think we're debating as to which ASCRS Sixth. Was. Sixth. So good job, gentlemen. It must be nice to... You've obviously worked on it through the months, and to see it sort of come to fruition and not have it set the hotel on fire must be pretty uh, rewarding. We, we, we just came up with all of it last night, so yeah. we're glad it, glad it <laughs> worked right. out. Yeah, yeah. Who says cramming doesn't Yeah, work? we got lucky again. Right? <laughs> but it started off great. I mean, the breakfast breakout sessions, this is the second time we've done it. What, what, do, you, what do you think that adds to the agenda, Bill? You know, one of the things, first of all, <clears throat> we can have more topics and go a little deeper than we can if we go staccato through the, the presentation. And the other thing we've noticed is that we can get more of the leading docs to have their voice and their impact as well, so more key opinion leaders. So it's a nice mix. Mm -hmm. And gentlemen, did you get to sit on yours and any, any feedback from the, the topics and from the, the attendees? I think they were generally very well received, and, and we've always wrestled with whether to split the meeting into sessions or keep everyone together. And generally, I think we've wanted to keep everyone together for that chemistry. And so this is a compromise that for an hour we can let people go their yeah. own way and go into specific to topics deeper dives, but generally we want everyone together as opposed to having tracks off in different parts of the hotel. Yep. It's also nice to have the smaller format because we have yeah. such a large audience now of 500 plus. Mm -hmm. So to break it down a little bit, uh, at least in, in one, one well, segment. Well, and, and it gives us that inter a chance for direct interaction and questions and interaction with, you know, with the audience. So that one of the, the uh, challenges we faced is that we haven't had a lot of, you know, because of the size of the meeting, you know, fortunately, over 500 attendees good, this good year. Good problem to have. A good problem to have. Yeah. Is we've worked as as planners and chairs for uh, quite a uh, number of times trying to think about how to interact more intimately with the audience, but it's so big we can't do it in the general session very well. Uh, and I think the the uh, breakfast sessions give a, a nice opportunity there. And I mean, it sort of speaks to the strength of the OIS uh, 
format that you were talking about earlier. It brings everyone together. It kind of puts everyone on a, on a level playing field. Do, uh, do you see that being an extension of that? I, I think, well, the fact, I mean, the question is why does everyone want to be together? Uh, I think it's just a natural chemistry. It's a natural union of the entrepreneur and the investor and the industrial or strategic partner. Um, and it, it's a place where everyone comes together, has this common goal of fostering innovation, and feels safe to do it. You know, it's not the academic who walks into industry and feels like they're out of place, or vice versa, or the industry person who feels like they're not, they're too, they're on the dark side, or the venture capitalist is on the dark side. In, in academics, here everyone is committed absolutely to that innovation. They come together and they feel great. Um, and you know, the flip, the other part of this, which also speaks to the breakfast, is. You know just how much we have to cover and how active the space is. Yeah. We yeah. we're now going to have a third meeting, um, because and they're all very very popular because we have so much to cover. We can't we could never even begin to touch most of what we'd like to touch if we just had the one day. And you worked hard to keep it fresh, Gil. You brought the, brought a new element to the agenda, the WTF, and we can debate what it stands for, but. Uh, Overall, we're hearing up. Luckily, we came up with something that was legitimate. Right? <laughs> That's we right. can say well, out loud, what's the future? Yeah. Yeah. What, what was fun for me is uh, being involved is when you came up with that idea, and I loved it, but I thought, okay, now, what's that going to, what's the signal that's going to send? And then somebody came up with, what's the future? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> Sigh of relief. I thought, okay, yeah. that works. Gil's the only actually innovative venture capitalist. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's not true. true. Not true. Just, 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 just. Just an insomniac, so I have more time to come up with these things. But no, it was really fun to be up there because I think one of the things we've been trying to do at OIS is to get more audience interaction, and so we played with different yeah. formats, and so it was it was really fun being on the podium and seeing the reaction of the audience initially to to their just their expressions on their faces with some of these WTF companies, and then and then the actual polling. I was very surprised by many of the answers to the questions right. were not what I was expecting. Yeah. So I was having a little WTF reaction up there myself. That wow! And we've got that's one thing uh, I think we could cultivate more is we have an incredibly rich audience of people with amazing experience, and to be able to get more input and interaction from them is something I think we'll focus on. In future future meetings, and the, the glaucoma session that followed. I think that uh, this is a story you've been following in OAS for years. The, sort of the, the rise of the of the MIG space. Uh, Emma, you made a comment earlier off camera that you know this really speaks to the uh, the arrival of, the, of, of MIG. So I had two two senses when I was watching. So this is my tenth year in venture capital, and my partners have been doing it much longer, and, and should add to this. But um, the first was that it was the first time that it crystallized for me just how impactful and important MIGS is going to be. It's going to be totally disruptive because of that risk-benefit effort uh, triangle that I, uh, Ahmed talked about. It's, um, there's so little risk and, risk and so little effort, and you get the therapeutic benefit that it's just going to, I think it will explode. And it sounds like it's an overused term, but I think it will explode. And the other thing was, you know, when we live day to day in the trenches of this innovation and we see how hard it is to raise money for these device companies in particular, you lose sight of the overarching arc of, of progress, right? And so you think, oh, devices are going away or they're not going to make it. And then you see this presentation and you understand that these device companies, which had such a hard time at points in their history, are poised to totally disrupt the space because of the perseverance. So if you persevere, it actually does come to an end, end game which can be quite disruptive and different. 
That, that to me, that's what I was thinking. I was like, wow, I remember trying to get into Glaucose. I didn't, I didn't get into Glaucose. Thanks oh, sorry, sorry much. about that. That's because we're so, <laughs> so close. Um, and, and, uh, but, and, and it had you know, delays at the FDA and issues here yes, and there. Yeah. And now, look at it. It's, it's, uh, it's really amazing. Well, you did get into glucose. I'm glad, Gil, you're in between the two of them. <laughs> well, he's in glucose. <laughs> oh, this is getting up. And he's between us. <laughs> but uh, but you've, you've seen Meg's rise as well. Do you agree with that? Yeah, well, I, what I think is part of a greater uh, phenomenon that we're trying to amplify here, which is market development mm-hmm. and, and to accelerate innovation. <clears throat> and a lot of, I forget my physics, but I think the first law of motion is things are either at rest or moving in a straight line. And that's not what innovation is about. Things have to be moving fast and doing left curves and so on. And so to the extent we can bring people together so they can see things that are coming over the horizon and then understand what they're about and then overcome some of their risk averseness, I think we could speed this up. It feels like this has happened a few different ways historically with OIS, with MIGS, I think with femtocataract uh, to, to some extent, um, and other areas that we focused on. And I think that's pretty unique in ophthalmology is to get bring people together in one space where the speed of innovation and adoption could actually be increased. Fantastic. And, and the day ended strongly with the, the Masters of the Universe panel. Jim Mazo was having a good time up there, as he should. Uh, but there's been a lot of shifts on the corporate level in ophthalmology, and the panel sort of reflected that. What was your takeaway from that? Well, a couple of things. It, what, a, uh, what a privilege to have the leaders of the industry here, right? I mean, carving time out, out of their immensely busy schedule to come and join us at OIS. And I, to me, that's a signal of, uh, of the... Uh, the impact uh, and role that that we play, and we have to take it seriously. We have to do it really well. And I think that commitment to doing things really well shows up in in situations. So that's kind of a general comment. And I I think that what's what's interesting uh, to me about kind of the master's panel, number one, Jim does a fabulous job. He has credibility and a sense of humor. And it becomes a conversation. It's not all scripted uh, and so forth. And so we get, I think, more insight into each other and, and industry leaders than is typical um, uh, overall. And, and I applaud the, the commitment that the leaders show in coming and then being willing to interact in a somewhat spontaneous way. And I think it just adds value. And I'm sitting on that. Um, um, panel. It's like being a moderator and seeing the audience, right? It's, it's really informative to us. And it's very gratifying to me when I could sit at the end of the day on a panel and see the room full, everybody quiet, nobody on their cell phone. They're actually listening and engaged. To me, that's the kind of engagement that we hope for, and I think we, that, you know, that format has worked. You, you've been a CEO a couple times, Bill, and so to me, again, as I sort of watch this, I, I was thinking, um, if I were, the, what they may sort of find so attractive is that this is their one opportunity to directly connect with so many customers. Yes. Yeah. And they actually see it and feel it, and uh, that's why I think they keep coming. Yeah. Not because they have to or it's right. a, you know, to appear, but I think they get that direct immediate feedback. Yeah, good point. Yeah. 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 Well, this is a successful end to a successful day. Uh, anything we want to closing comments on where OIS is headed? We've got a few exciting things happening this year. Um, obviously, AO is going to be big, but yeah, I, I you know, I want to um, say thank you, you know, to my colleagues and the team that helps put this together. 
Um, and it's amazing to play a role in facilitating innovation that helps people. You know, and that's what gets us here. And whether we're an investor or an entrepreneur, an industry leader, or a doc, that's the common thread here. And uh, you know, again, Emmett's idea, which was precious, and then I think with Gil and myself and Emmett and and Craig, Craig and the and team, team yeah. you know, it's it's we've we've gotten this um, to work pretty darn well. And shame on us if we don't take advantage uh, and take the responsibility of, of moving it forward. Emmett came up with yet another idea and more work, okay, <laughs> for us. What What are you thinking, Emmett? Well, the, this is the. I, I think you're referring to the uh, ASRS meeting, which we're, we're now committed to do in August. It'll be a half-day meeting to kick off. And again, it's just that we there's so much activity yeah. and innovation in Retina, we can't touch on it in just the one AO meeting, and that's not really addressed here. And so just at this meeting, I must have been either directly or indirectly five or six people who said, well, I'm excited about that Great. meeting. So, Super. Yeah. Uh, I think people will go to it. We hope people will go to it. Um, and I know we'll be there. So that'll, Yeah, we'll that'll be, be there. Start. Excellent. Well, we thank you for your time today. Thank you for all the time you put in on the uh, on the conference. And thank you for giving me an opportunity to have this platform to really delve into the fascinating area of ophthalmology. It's been a, a treat for me as well. So I look forward to, oh, I said ASRS, and I'll learn to say that correctly. And uh, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Very good. Okay, that's our quick wrap-up of OIS at ASCRS. Again, it was a wonderful day, uh, jam-packed. Uh, happy to have more than 500 folks there. Look forward to building on that if we can in the future. And, of course, uh, welcoming ASRS into the OIS family. Looking forward to, uh, to that event coming up on August 8th in San Francisco. Thanks to uh, everyone who attended and participated in last week's OIS. Thank you, our listeners, for uh, joining us on the OIS podcast. And don't forget to go to OIS.net for all the great content and for information about all of our upcoming OISs. 